I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. I am so glad that you're here with me. I am. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad Marley's here. We'll get into that. Guys, I'm not even going to, like, at first I was trying to think of something clever, like buy the blue light blocking glasses, or like I was trying to think of something maybe, you know, but you know what, guys, I, I think that this title speaks for itself. She beat cancer. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I better say something legal. I should have, I should have asked the attorney before I (laughs) let, let me say, let me say legal disclaimer, none of this so that you're getting ready here is to be taken as medical advice. It's Marley's story. She's sharing her story with you. That's what it is. If you have cancer or you have a family history of cancer, or if you're sick, please talk to your provider. Okay. Marley, tell us a little bit about your Marley, you've been on the podcast before. You're not a real, you're not a stranger. You are a code red rebel. You're not a stranger to my community, but tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about what you do. Kind of give us a little background on you. So those of us who don't, don't know you very well, we can kind of get to know you a little bit better. Sure. Well, thank you for having me back. I love the code red community. I've lost, I think it was close to 20, 25 pounds on code red when I first met Christy back in, I think it was 2018. Um, I was working with Christy on her YouTube channel. That's what I do. I have a a YouTube agency and we work with entrepreneurs and influencers uh, to create their video content on YouTube. And uh, so I love code red and Christy and I have become amazing friends since then. And um, uh, part of, uh, what I wanted to share, and I'm so grateful, Christina, you asked me to come to the podcast today was about, uh, in December, I was hit with an unexpected diagnosis. One that like never saw coming, never expected to happen. Um, my, after just going for like a regular screening, you know, ladies, you go for your pap, you know, be safe. Um, I, uh, she called me back saying, Hey, you just came back. I'm normal. No big deal. We'll like check again in six months. Um, and so went back in six months and, uh, she said, yeah, something is, uh, still abnormal. We're going to do it's, it was called a, um, a colposcopy where it's like, you go like deeper and did that. And then she's like, you know, we're just going to do a biopsy while we're in there, which totally freaked me out, kind of took me off guard and is not a comfortable procedure down there. Um, and, uh, and then after that, I got the call saying like, Hey, you know, there's, uh, at the time it was just, it was called, she called it severe dysplasia. And we're just going to do a procedure with like, you know, we just take the, take it all out with an electrical loop kind of thing. And it'll just be gone. Uh, she said that it was a common procedure, no big deal. And so I went in, uh, this was, this was in December, just 2021, um, to just remove the area that the cells were abnormal. And I thought that was it, um, needed a few weeks of recovery, but it was two days before Christmas. I got a call from the doctor and I thought she was just checking in like, hi, how are you doing? How are you feeling since the last procedure? Um, and she said, this was unexpected. We did not uh, expect it to come back like this. This is pretty rare, but from the, uh, 
piece or the, you know, the area that we removed, the pathology of it came back uh, showing adenocarcinoma. And, uh, and she said, what we will, what we recommend for this course of treatment, because this can spread and adeno means in the glands, carcinoma being cancer. So it's cancer in the glands in my cervix. Um, and so she said the, we, we want to kind of see to this aggressively so that it doesn't spread aggressively. So we want you to have a hysterectomy. And I, I, at the time I didn't really, it didn't really register. I heard her say hysterectomy. I didn't really hear her say adenocarcinoma. Uh, and I have a bit of, I used to be a dental hygienist. So like I have a bit of a health background that I know what that means, but uh, it just totally went over my head. And uh, my boyfriend was right next to me. I'd put it on speaker so that he could hear it with me. And um, we asked some questions and she said, let's just get you to come in uh, a few days later, which was right after Christmas. And so we hung up the phone and I was just in shock. And I was like, but I'm 31. That, that's why I was just going to say, Marley, you're 31, never had kids. And because Stephen has children, you guys have decided to raise those children, uh, parenting with their mom and the three yeah. of you raised these girls. And you were like, you know what? I think this is the kind of, this is the family I want. And I mean, talk about, uh, like talk about a complete shock. I, I, I we were all completely shocked. Yeah. And I, 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 I look back on that time and it's just so foggy to me. Like, I think our brains just have that way of protecting us. And there were, there were many times where I was just like lights were on and no one's home. Like I could stare at the wall and not be thinking anything. And it was just blank. Um, and so I, and I, I coped by working. Um, I didn't, I didn't call, I'll say that I didn't cope by eating, which I feel like could have been a, coping mechanism for me in the past. Um, but surprisingly wasn't in this case. And, um, I think because, because I knew the importance of health and nutrition, uh, for this new diagnosis, I didn't even, I didn't even think about going to sugar or carbs or any, like any kind of comfort food. Um, I actually, I pretty quickly changed my diet. Um, and I didn't know exactly what to do just yet. I, I had started reading books, um, following blogs, YouTube channels, people that have beat cancer. Um, and when I did share it publicly, of course, I just got inundated with so much advice and love and support. Um, but also at the time, a lot of it just went right over my head because I wasn't ready to receive it. And I was in such a fog for a while. So this is... The traditional medical, traditional, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice. You guys know I'm trying to right. be nice. Traditionally trained medical doctors don't usually present alternative uh, treatment options. And what they wanted to do is yank out that, they wanted to yank out that the cervix. And I think they were going to let you keep your ovaries, but they wanted to, they just wanted to do a hysterectomy on you and you, at first where, in fact, you had it scheduled and then you started thinking, wait a minute, there's got to be, let me just see if there's another way. Let me just see, like, there's gotta be something. Let me exhaust all my options. I was so all in on the surgery. I thought this is my only option. Um, I I'm afraid of the risks that of this becoming more aggressive or getting worse or spreading. It was in my glands. 
like your glands are all over. So, could I, you know, I just thought, would that spread aggressively to other areas? And I don't I want to live. So um, I, and even when talking to other cancer survivors or, um, which feels so weird to call myself that, like I haven't identified with that because I, I just, I also don't think that I went into it feeling like I have to survive. I just always knew, like, I always had the mindset that like, this is a blip. This is an experience. This is a wake up call that I'm only going to answer once. Like I'm going to answer this. I'm going to learn from it and know how to prevent this in the future. And there was the part of me that like, while coping, I tried to justify and make sense of it and tried to be like, well, I'm going to get this so that no one in my family has to, and I can take one for the team. Like I needed to mentally find the purpose in it. And honestly, that served me for a while to help cope and get myself through it. But um, yeah, when I had other experts or other doctors, um, which now I work with a really incredible functional medicine doctor, and she had, she was so amazing that she would always meet me where I was at. She wouldn't uh, tell me like, you know, you don't have to have that surgery. And nope, this is wrong. Like she, she would say to me, if, if this is what you decide, absolutely, I will support you through that. But how about we do all these like blood panels, you know, hair tests, urinalysis, before taking out any body parts. Would that be okay? And I appreciate that she met me where I was at. Um, There's another friend of mine, uh, Chris Beat Cancer. He has a great book and YouTube channel and blog. And he also just said to me, if you are willing to change your life, you can, you can absolutely heal this naturally and you have time. Because I was rushing into it. I was like, I want to get this over with. I don't want to have to think about this. I want to move past this. Marley, I had your surgery date on my calendar. Yes. It was in April. Yeah. Well, actually first it was in February because I was like, let's get this over with. And then I moved it to April to give myself more time to think about it. Um, and then I kept, at first I was like, well, I'll just push it off again and push it off again and push it off again. And then I eventually got to the point where, um, you know, hearing that advice of that you have time and then seeing the data and learning more, getting the other, um, resources and options that showed me you know what? Healing isn't just taking out body parts. It's also understanding the root cause of why this happened. And I'm sure that anyone listening can think about, you know, why am I the way that I am, whether it's your personality or your habits or your health, your weight. Like if you can understand why, doesn't it seem logical to heal that? And then the rest will fall into place. Yeah, hundred percent. But you dove into this like I've never seen, I have never seen anybody go so, so far to even, even Steven, even Steven, sorry, <laughs> even Steven, sorry. But even Steven actually committed to, he didn't even need to, but he was supporting you. So you totally radically, I mean, I don't yeah. say radically because Marley, you were pretty healthy since being a code red rebel, but you pretty radically changed your life. What is that accurate? A thousand percent. Like, yeah unrecognizable now. Like I thought I was healthy and I wouldn't say now that I was unhealthy, but now knowing what I know that I can't unknow, like the the knowledge and the experience and the education I've received just by the research that I did myself, like no one handed me this information on a platter and the ones who I guess did at the doctor's office, like they're biased, you know, like, I think you should also do uh, not that in a bad way, but of course, like do your research from other resources that aren't funded by pharmaceutical industries or the food industries, you know? Um, 
So I researched and, and also talked to many sources. I was in a Facebook group called Hister Sisters, uh, and it was all these women who'd had hysterectomies. And while the doctor and other family members or friends that I have that have had hysterectomies were telling me, it's no big deal, you won't, you know, you'll just recover and it won't affect you uh, sexually, structurally, hormonally. I was like, I don't believe you. Like there, there are other people here who have this real experience. And, and granted, some people are having hysterectomies because they're escaping pain. They do have something like maybe PCOS or endometriosis or other things that are causing pain that I can't speak to. That's not my experience. But I wasn't in pain. Everything to me was asymptomatic. So for me to go towards this and permanently change my life, at first I wanted to dive into it because I was like, let me just get this over with and move on. But then there was the part that was like, what if there's another way and the body can heal itself? Like when you scrape your knee or cut your finger, like the body knows how to heal. And so if I could figure out what was the root cause, why was this created? If I can, if my body has created an environment that created cancer, can I just create an environment that will heal it? Wow, that's profound. So you ha you did, I remember the day that you, uh, and we've already had you on the podcast talking about this, but uh, for those of you who haven't listened back that far, uh, where we were 170, 180 episodes in already, but um, Marley did become a Code Red Rebel just for simple weight loss and just to feel good and just kind of for like a lot of reasons, you guys all do it. And um, it really, it was, it was minimal. I mean, it was about 20 to 25 pounds that she that she lost. Um, how has, how did co being a code red rebel and going into this, how did that help set you up for a better success? Cause you already had a pretty good base. Yeah. And well, when I met you, I guess it's parallel that I didn't know that I was unhealthy. I didn't know that I needed to lose the weight. I didn't know that life could be better. Um, and when you very lovingly were like, Hey, Marley, you could actually be 115 pounds. And I was like, what? no way. Like I only wanted to lose like five pounds and didn't think it would even be possible to get to 115. And with your encouragement, with the community, with the resources, with the knowledge that again, I can't unlearn what I know now. Um, I was able to get there and then also know in times where, you know, if I, and I gained some weight, I knew exactly what to do to get back to it and didn't have to be on this like weight loss hamster wheel. So having that experience and knowledge now was like, I could just apply all that to this. Like I changed my lifestyle. I changed my diet. I changed my mindset to lose 20, 25 pounds and same thing to create the environment to heal cancer. So it's like, okay, well, what are, what are, what's the, the diet for this? And a lot of similarities, like it's very highly recommended to have a ketogenic diet. Um, a lot of cruciferous vegetables. I used to joke like with Steven, like I have a cruciferous vegetable prerequisite, like however many cruciferous vegetables I needed to eat every day and, uh, and, and water and sleep, uh, you know, low stress and removing the triggers, um, which as an entrepreneur running a business, I had a lot of high stress and cope, but it was also a coping mechanism. So I, I at least was, I, I was aware of it because of what I learned from Code Red and because of what I was able to prove to myself that I could do in losing the weight, it's like I, are, I, always, I knew already that I could have the same dedication and commitment to now th these circumstances. 
Well, desperate times call for desperate measures. These are definitely um, the methods that you used. Would you share some of those with us? Um, I just want to say one more time, you guys, another disclaimer. This is this is not to be taken as medical advice. Please yeah. just listen to Marley's story. This is this is what she did to get herself. And I, and after she gets done telling us, I hope that she tells us the conclusion because I, well, I know the conclusion, but tell us kind of the, the, the things you took some pretty, some pretty extreme measures to make sure mm -hmm. that your body was healing itself. Yeah. And, and if anyone also wants to see the whole journey, I've made a YouTube video. I have a an Instagram story highlight where you even see like when I announce it and sharing my diagnosis and sharing my thought process in the middle of it. And then sharing uh, the most recent news, which we can get to. But um, so one of the first things that I did was even while I thought I was preparing for having a hysterectomy, as I, I mentioned, I worked with a functional medicine doctor. And what we did there is we did all these blood panels, uh, hair tests, um, urinalysis. And from that, we were able to get like a full body picture of what's going on in my body. And what that showed me is that I had a lot of heavy metals built up in my body, which shocked me. I was like, why? Like, where, where are they coming from? Well, they're coming from our environment, which was huge for me, a huge eye-opening. Like it's in our water, it's in our makeup, our shampoo, our hair supplies, our cleaning products. And so I changed everything. I got a water filter. Um, I uh, changed some of my products to have you know cleaner products. And there's lots of resources for how to find what those things are, which I can share or YouTube or Instagram, whatever, wherever you guys want to get more of that information. Um, I, but then realizing, okay, my body has heavy metals built, heavy metals built up into it. And as a result, my immune system is thinking that it needs to attack the heavy metals, which means that it's not going after the cancer. So if I can detox the heavy metals, will that reroute my immune system to the cancer? So then my big goal became, you know, getting my nutrition on track so that I'm also feeding my body the right nutrients to be able to heal. Um, and how can I detox through, um, uh, of course there's things that you can eat that will help detox, but also sweating, like sweating through your pores, whether that's through a sauna or exercising, which exercise, there's so many benefits of course, to exercising. Um, so I did the sauna. I did, um, I did some, uh, detox, um, therapies. Like there's something called DMSA, which is a therapy where you, um, they can do it like, um, an IV, or you can do it through pills, which will detox everything. I did, um, the, a PEMF machine. It's like electromagnetic frequencies into your body just to help your body, you know, reroute the energy to the right areas that need, that need it. Um, I, uh, fasting was also extremely beneficial. Um, when your body isn't eating, of course you're like your body, instead of, you know, eating and digesting the food kind of turns into, like an incinerator, like a garbage disposal. So it actually goes after the cells that are unhealthy first. Um, there are huge studies of people that have fat, like long-term fasts, like even like weeks, like three, four week fasts and it, their tumors shrink by massive amounts. Um, so to say that, you know, surgery, chemo, radiation are the only uh, solutions. I mean, before the pharmaceutical industry, like the only cure wasn't a patented pill. Like the body knows how to heal. Um, so it just, it became, how do I change my environment? Um, I think also like an emotional aspect of it, like stress is huge for causing disease. So I needed to look at the areas of stress. I needed to look at maybe like some of the baggage or emotional things that I was holding on to that can be like, you know, your bot, there's this book called the body keeps the score. 
which talks about how your body stores trauma. And so, well, is there something that might've emotionally manifested physically in my body? So that was also um, really important to be aware of, but the biggest things were just like my nutrition and detoxing and creating the environment for healing. You know, we know that there's no money in healthy people. I mean, healthy people make a lot of sense, but they don't make a lot of dollars. And I know that you knew that before going into this, but was it totally jaw-dropping, sickening when you, did you see even more so of that? I mean, I know that I didn't have a doctor say, don't do what you did, but almost, I mean, do they, are they real pill pushers? I mean, is it even worse than what you thought? Yeah. And you know what, now that you say that, like it's a, to me, I felt like offended. Um, because I even had the, one of the other things that I did is I got off of birth control after being on it for 16 years. And there's an amazing documentary called the business of birth control that talks about all the risks and all the concerns. And there's an amazing uh, book called in the flow by Elisa, Alicia Vitti, which is like, I feel like it's the, the information that we as women should have gotten in sex ed class when we were growing up, but our mothers didn't know and they didn't know. And, and so now learning about like the importance of your menstrual cycle and the importance of like the communication between your ovaries and your brain and how, how you can actually like as a woman shift your life, knowing where you are in your cycle and that it's your superpower. It's not an inconvenience to have a menstrual cycle every month. And I had multiple doctors throughout times in my life saying, oh, you don't need to have a period. Just take your birth control pill back to back menstrual suppression. And I'm glad that I didn't like for some that felt wrong to me. So I intuitively was just like, no, I'll give myself like, I'll, you know, take that, you know, you have your three weeks of pills and then your one week where you, you, but it's not even a real period. It's called a withdrawal. Like I have not had a real period for 16 years until getting off of birth control because it was this like fake one through that it was manufactured through these pills. So it just, it, it was so eye opening to me that my doctor I actually gave her the test results from the functional medicine doctor showing her the cancer panels and where the heavy metals were built up. And she didn't know what all of them meant. And I'm like, but you're, you're the gynecologist. Like you diagnosed me with this, but you don't know what these things are, but you're telling me that you want to take out my body parts and do an irreversible permanent surgery and telling me that's the only option. And also that I should just suppress my menstrual cycle for the rest of my life because it's messy and inconvenient. That doesn't seem right. Wow. So you recently, oh, I think the last couple of months got the results back and you're looking pretty good, aren't you? Yeah. So I went back, I think it was like a month ago now. I went back for another pap because they, they said, if you're not going to have the surgery, you're going to need to have a pap every six months. Reasonable. I think that's fine. Totally. And I'm fine. So, uh, I went there and we did the pap and of course she's checking in and, you know, we'd really encourage you to have this and we don't want it to spread. And this is very risky. And if it spreads, it can be very aggressive. And at that point, then we need to do further interventions. And, um, you know, I actually, so Steven was with me and I, like when she walked out of the room and I'm sitting there in that little paper gown, like I cried being like, am I making the wrong decision? Should I, have I wasted time? Should I be going to have this surgery? And, um, and then a week later, the doctor didn't even call because they don't call for good news. Um, I got the test results in my, um, just in my online, you know, portal. And I know how to read these, um, 
these results with my health background and it said the pathology that came back, no evidence. It said there is a small benign strip left. And then based on the blood, the, the new cancer panels, the new blood panels that I did with my functional medicine doctor, the cancer markers are still uh, more elevated, but they're in the yellow. Like, you know, if you think of like green, yellow, red, they're in the yellow. So they're, we're still working on bringing them down. I'm still working on the same nutrition protocol um, to heal what the benign area that's left. But I feel like I'm going in the right direction. I finally did get a call from the doctor's office telling me the news. But even with that, um, it wasn't like a, you know, I would hope for like a, wow, congratulations, you did it. You know, you don't have to have this surgery. It was, we're still going to keep an eye on it. We don't know how this happened, but it's very, you know, we want you to keep coming back for a pap. And then when you're back, then we'll do another biopsy and we'll do another uh, leap procedure and stuff. But it's like, why, why would you do that? If it's showing that it's not there, I fully, you know, going for pap is normal, but I also now have all this other data to show me a well-rounded picture, not just where the Q-tip touches during the pap. So I feel so much more secure in this route that I'm taking, knowing that the body can heal itself and trusting that the body can heal itself with all the other resources that I have instead of just, let's take out the body parts. You know, I, I just got back from Vegas with you here a couple of days ago at the time that we're recording this. I have no, I have no idea when, uh, when this is going to come out because we're getting ready to switch podcasting agencies. And so I'm going to, I'm going to put it in the bank and hopefully it comes out soon, <laughs> but I, I had to go to Vegas on business, asked you if you would like to come with me. You said, yes, I know this is going to embarrass you when I say this, I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. But when I looked at you, cause I got to spend now, you know, three solid days with you when I spent time with you and I looked at you just overall, uh, aside from the fact that you're at the ideal body weight, there's no fat hanging off of you. Your skin glows. You're not ashy. You're not flaky. You don't have discoloration in your skin. You don't have massive acne breakouts. You don't have toenails falling off. You don't have brittle. You don't have, you know, like it's just overall health glow from head to toe. When I look at you, I feel healthier than ever. And if I think of the time before getting the diagnosis, I think I was slipping in my health. Like I was craving a lot and I could, I could binge eat. I could go from like, okay, I need something salty. Now I need something chocolate. Now I need something sweet. Now I need something. And I could just, just you know, ravage the kitchen. And, um, and I would try like my willpower to, to improve my nutrition. And then as soon as I got that news, it was like, I got a really strong why now. And I can't unknow, like I'm, I'm armed with knowledge now. And, and I also think that improving my nutrition has also reduced the cravings or the emotional urges that I was having um, by just being fulfilled in the food that I eat, the supplements that I take. And, and I found some, even when I was uh, in like weight loss mode on the code red diet, like I knew what my alternatives were. If I'm craving something sweet, I have a strawberry. If I'm craving something chocolatey, I have a, I don't know, I can't think of anything right now, but like I, I had my alternatives so that I knew, oh, if I, I wanted something salty, I have pistachios. Like that was always my, my go-tos. Um, and so I, I just, the same thing with this, I, having the backdrop of Code Red and, and what I know from, and, and the experience and the willpower and the commitment, not just willpower, because willpower doesn't always work. It's about having that strong why. It's about having the commitment, like really deciding and seeing the path to success and just being like one foot in front of the other, I'm going to get there. So there was also a part of me that felt bad when people would be like, 
I'm praying for you. And are you okay? Cause I was like, I, I'm going to get through this. And I like, I, there's no other option. Um, and, and, and here we are six, seven months later with no evidence in the pathology. And you all might be thinking because Marley took this, um, natural way of letting her body of allowing her body to heal itself, giving her body the tools that you would, you would think that she would be on a whole shoebox full of supplements. But I can tell you firsthand that she's got these cute little pills. There they are. That's all she takes. It's not a load. She's doing this through water, through sleep. She's tracking her sleep. She's tracking her water. She's, she's just being smart with her food. She's just, she's, it's not just, I don't mean to put just in front of everything, like a diminishing it, but you're being smart with a lot of the things that we all do. It's not like you're, 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 you know, having, uh, you know, alfalfa spr sprouts grown with the tears of the Tibetan monks. Sounds great. <laughs> I, it, it was a parallel journey when I was in weight loss mode on code red. And when I was in like heal myself mode with this is at first it seemed impossible. And then it seemed inevitable. Like here's the path, even though at first it might seem overwhelming, here's all these new things that we have to learn. But it's like, okay, let me just get this one little piece right. And then once I get that and get the next piece. And now it's like my life is forever changed. But I, I totally was overwhelmed at first thinking. And that was one of the reasons why when people would say to me, like, you can, you can change, you can heal as naturally if you're willing to change your lifestyle. I was like, I can't change my lifestyle. It's way too much. Like I'm going to have to, I thought that it was just asking me to become a different person. And in a way, I really am a different person, but for the better. But now I can look back. And it's repeating what you said. It's not saying just, it was just these changes. It's not that it was easy, but it was worth it. And very doable. Um, you're writing a book right now, right? I can share that out loud. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And are you talking about this in your book? Yeah, I will be. Okay, good. Cause I, the world needs to hear, you know, the stories like crispy cancer and like you and other people who have said, um, I'm not going to just jump right into what traditionally trained medical doctors are saying. We have a lot of respect for them. And listen, if I cut my leg on, on a saw, please take me to an, or to an orthopedic <laughs> surgeon. But when it comes to, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying that, that we have been saying in code red for a lot of years that traditionally trained medical doctors don't know how to, 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 um, to treat, these chronic diseases and these things. And look at what you've done, Marley. I mean, it's just remarkable. And I know that, I mean, you had loads of energy. We were walking, we were outside. It was 105, 110 degrees. You were handling things fine. You just, you know, like it was just, it was amazing how, how good you look and feel. Yeah. I feel better, better than ever. And I, it was definitely a journey. Like I said, I look back on that. It was, it's a fog. I don't remember everything. Um, but it's also going to be one of those times in my life where it's like the before and after Marley, like, here's who I was before this, this happened. It was pivotal. And my life has forever changed for the better. Well, this has been absolutely incredible. And I know that you've told this story many times, um, including the YouTube video, you guys, um, well, Marley, I know how to find you at Marley Jacks, J-A-X-X, -X, but is that the best place? I mean, you can follow you on all the social platforms except TikTok. Marley's not on TikTok. I was like, come on, Mark, you got to do the, you got to do the pointing and the dancing. She's oh, like, oh, the no. but you're, you're on Instagram, you're on YouTube, you're on Facebook, I think. Yeah. Um, Instagram and uh, YouTube would probably be the best places. I have a whole video series that I'm going to come out with sharing because I get so many questions and I love talking about it because it's, 
it's been so empowering for me. I've learned so much. And so if anyone ever, you know, reaches out to me and shares their story or asks for a resource, like I am so happy to talk about that. Um, Instagram, I respond to all my messages myself. So please like feel free to reach out there. I have a whole Instagram story highlight where you can actually see the whole journey. I documented it. Um, and then on YouTube, I'm now sharing the journey on the other end of it. Marley's a lot of fun to, to listen to. If you ever have a chance to listen to her speak in person, she spoke for a Code Red event or on video. She just is very easy to listen to. I've told her this before, but it's like you just flow and it just keeps me listening. I love it. And, and guys, she's a video expert. So all of her videos are edited beautifully and the music mm -hmm. and the lights and they're just, they're just fun to listen to. So definitely yeah. go check her out. And thank you, Mar, for just coming on here and sharing this. This is, um, this is remarkable. And I wanted to, to, um, say one more time, you guys, that Marley nailed the basics. She didn't just go right for the, the supplements or right for the, um, the, the, you know, alfalfa sprouts. She actually, <laughs> she, she made sure she got her sleep. She reduced her stress. She makes sure her nutrition was on point and she had to nail the basics in order for this whole thing to work. So you can't throw pills at it, guys. She had it is a holistic healing process that was going on. Would you agree, Mar? Absolutely. And I feel like if you just tried to throw pills at it, it's like what you say, like a pill for every ill, but is it actually solving the problem? Is it actually healing the root cause? So, um, there's, there's so much that you guys can do to arm yourself with knowledge and one step at a time. It doesn't have to be overwhelming, um, especially when you have an amazing community around you, like the Code Red community. Well, thank you again for joining me. And guys, uh, we will see you on the next podcast. Don't forget to check out our Code Red app coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP. I spell it because you spell app wrong. I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you, everybody. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red, and thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, and censorship and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.